Hi everyone, welcome to our second interview with Alex Washburn from Selva. Alex, great to have you back and uh, tell us what's the latest for Selva? John, it's good to be back. The latest for Selva is that we rebranded from Agora to Selva and we rebranded to capture some of the more living and evolving aspects of our platform. Selva means jungle in Spanish. It also means wealth in Hindi and we think that Selva is going to be a platform where we can collectively grow the wealth of knowledge. Fantastic. I was going to be my second question was about the change of the name. So you've uh, written a lot on the Selva Substack about this. There's a very long article there. I encourage all of our listeners to go and read all the reasons behind that. Do you have anything more to add to that? And if not, my question would be, how has the community responded to the change? I think the community is responding well. The, there are many people who say, oh my gosh, Selva, I love that. We think that Selva, by one, the image of an ecosystem of many scientists having a niche to fill, um, it's beautiful. It captures some of the living aspects of science. And I think our community sees that. Fantastic. All right. And to go with the new name and the new brand, uh, you have a new site. So joinselva.com has preview shots of the platform and much more info. Uh, what are the core features that you're testing with this first version of the site? The key features that we're testing are threads, which is just like your classic social media, character constrained post. And you can post different content types. You can ask for help. You can share papers and talks and jobs. Um, upcoming talks is a really big one that scientists currently don't have a way to share easily. And we're also going to be looking at articles, but not just articles that can be longer form, but articles that can be organized into collections so that you can have sets of articles that have similar themes. And so between the threads, the articles and collections, we think this platform will capture the breadth of scientific content. Super. It looks, the design, of course, looks lovely. Um, I see one new thing that I, we didn't talk about last time and I didn't see on the old site, and that is the button for PhD microinvestments. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. We think that, long story short, we want to have a mutualistic relationship with our users. And we think one of the best ways to do this is to allow users to microinvest in our platform. Our motto is that Selva is going to be user-owned, user-grown. Users can micro-invest in our platform for as little as $100 to get shares at our hopefully cheapest price ever. And that will in turn translate to users we believe can help us grow Selva. They can give us recommendations on things that we can add to the platform that help enhance their careers. And so we really want to have that mutualistic relationship where Selva is good for us, it's good for the users, and we help each other out along the way. Interesting. All right. So one of your um, monetization models is going to start with donations. Do you have any other ideas about monetizing the platform? Yes. Our collections are going to be a way that we think we can organize scientific discussions. So you have companies like Kaggle that will have these big competitions for prediction tasks. And that's great, but that's a really limited subfield of science that's geared towards prediction tasks. There are a lot of others that are geared towards interpreting and contextualizing and understanding. And articles are a great way that we communicate our understanding. We can read something or talk about something or connect dots with an article. And that really helps us tap into the knowledge economy that scientists bring to the world. So collections enable us to have consultations through Selva. So someone can ask scientists, hey, 
what should we do about COVID-19? And scientists can contribute their independent, independent articles so that we can better see the forest for the trees and see what scientists are thinking. Fantastic. Well, I look forward to seeing it launch and seeing it all play out in, in the early versions. And I'm sure there will be changes and adjustments along the way. Uh, at the top of the new site, there's a short video from you and you exclaim that you, you love the microbiome and the microbiome is going to be the focus of Selva, at least at the beginning. Uh, can you give our listeners maybe an elevator pitch on microbiome? What is it and why is it the focus? Absolutely. And every single surface around you, on the computer keyboard, on your skin, on your dog's hair, in your soils, in, the, in your backyard, on the plants, there are microbes. And those microbes are performing often really essential and interesting functions from the microbes that are in our gut that help us break down plants. That's a cool fact. We can't actually break down plants that we eat in our diet. It's the microbes that do it for us. Um, there are microbes in the soil that fix nitrogen and enable plants to have nitrogen that, you know, that we can then eat, that deer can eat, and that helps the nitrogen flux in ecosystems. There are microbes that are deep in the subsurface that can be used to profile where things like oil might be. So the microbial communities are everywhere and they do a whole bunch of different tasks and they're really essential for global, we call it ecosystem function, for photosynthesis, which helps us make oxygen, for carbon sequestration, which takes carbon dioxide and puts it into soils or somewhere deep in the ocean. These microbial communities are everywhere and the microbiome community is studying them. They're using really advanced techniques to look at giant libraries of DNA sequences of all the microbes that you find in your nose or in your gut or in the soil or on your keyboard. And so this microbiome community is, it's incredibly diverse. It's people from, you know, everything from field ecologists that are tromping through the Amazon rainforest to find monkey poop to, you know, wet lab biologists who are doing the really intricate protocols to extract the DNA and to get the metabolites, all the little chemicals that are involved and pass between bacteria as they eat each other and eat the chemicals. And it goes all the way up to ecology, you know, interacting systems of species and evolutionary biology, how these things are changing over time. Microbes evolve inside of our guts over the course of our lives. So the microbiome community is in some sense a microcosm of all of science. It's this, it's this microcosm that connects just about every scientific field I can think about. And it's also very actively online. So we think that Selva is the perfect place for them. That's really interesting. And the, the one little part of, that I know about the microbiome relates to the microbiome in the gut and uh, how it can impact sort of endurance sports performance, running and cycling. And even in that little niche, it's already kind of misunderstood. And it also has sort of exploded with products and similar to the sports supplement industry where there's no real oversight. Uh, the research claims seem pretty shaky and it seems like a really nuanced thing. Um, I'm wondering how, how, how does science help deal with this? Maybe how, can, how do you see this going forward? Because for me, there's a big difference between like medical science for FDA regulated med medication and nutrition supplements. They're like totally different regulated worlds. How, how can science help sort of bring some truth into this? 
I think one one feature of being a scientist is that we often have more honest discussions with each other than you see in the literature. So we'll yeah. read a paper and say, mm, I wouldn't bet my money on it. And one thing we're hoping for is for Selva to be able to have these honest conversations that just keep us, you know, really plugged in and focus on the broad, like the underlying objective scientific metrics and help us help each other so that we can really push the field forward. And for example, we want, it would be very awesome for managers wondering like, hey, does this check out? They could ask Selva and they could get the honest opinions of scientists. And that's what we're seeing is that this is a way for us to connect scientists to each other and also for us to connect scientists with managers and policymakers to help help policymakers and managers have a direct line, not just to the one scientist they pick, that one scientist could have their own idiosyncrasies and their biases, but rather to just get this collective sampling of, hey, what do you all think? We think that can help with both pushing science forward and keeping it honest, as well as helping managers and policymakers make sense of the cutting edge. Awesome. Well, uh, maybe, I guess since microbiome is the focus, uh, what are some of the things you're really excited about finding out in the next couple of years related to microbiome science? And maybe since Selva is also like a pop science, it's made for the layperson to read, right? Uh, what do you think maybe consumers might be, find out about the microbiome for, that's practical for their own life? You know, I... I am paralyzed with indecision because there's so many things I'm excited about the microbiome field. Broad okay. strokes, I think that the microbiome community is connecting these data sets that we've never connected before in biology. We're looking at, you know, all the bacteria that are and all the fungi and all the protists that are present someplace. There's immense potential to discover the microbial agents behind disease. So mm -hmm. whether that's inflammatory bowel disease or possibly if there some hypothesize there's microbes that could be responsible for autism. There's a whole bunch of incredible discoveries waiting ahead of us just on the, the microbial causes of disease. But that's not the only data sets the microbiome community is collecting. They're also collecting metabolomic data sets, which are all the little chemical compounds floating around in the microbiome soup. And those metabolomic data sets tell us this incredible detail of chemically what's happening in the system. What are the chemicals that bacteria are producing in the gut that might alter the behavior or alter the brain. And so that metabolomics data sets coming together, we're getting proteomics. Proteins are basically the tractors of the cell and the, they catalyze, turn one compound into another, or they create structures like our hair is a protein. And so we're constructing proteomic libraries as well that help us see all the proteins that are out there and they're moving metabolites and changing them from one kind to another and creating structures. So we're getting these Amplicon sequencing data sets that help us look at microbial communities. And we're getting metabolomic data sets that help us look at all the chemicals floating around, proteomic data sets that help us look at all the different you know, workhorses that are turning chemicals from one thing to another. This is giving us a level of understanding and detail of an ecological system that we have never had before in human history. And so we're understanding things about ecology and evolutionary biology and so, I mean, I have no clue what to expect over the next five years, but I know we're going to find new causes of disease. I know we're going to find new chemical pathways that are important for balancing, you know, between health and disease. And so I've, as we discover that, we'll hopefully be on the path to treatments as well. 
Awesome. Well, if we could fast track that protein responsible for hair growth, I'd be, I know there are a lot of guys, they're bald, that would be really happy with that. Um, let's see. Uh, I only have one more question then before we wrap up. I don't want to keep you too long. Uh, what are some of your goals? We're moving towards the end of the accelerator. So what are some of your goals for the launch and the few weeks immediately after the launch of Selva, what would you be really happy to see? Well, we already have nearly 300 users signed up on our waiting list, and they include the biggest names in epidemiology and microbiome as well. And we're starting with the microbiome field. We're gonna start with some campaigns that really invite them to start to participate and to use our platform to show them how we envision this ecosystem assembling. And so what we're really excited about are starting to see user contributions and user journeys. How do they use this platform? How do different users use the platform differently? Some people might just be there to look for upcoming talks and workshops. And we want to provide that function for them while also allowing other users that really want to popularize their work to be able to write an article popularizing their microbiome awesomeness, put it into a collection next to other amazing pop science articles and for the public to view it, to be able to find it and read it and sit there at night scrolling through your iPhone on the latest microbiome, you know, population biology or something like that. So we're just, I'm, I'm mostly excited about our users are hungry for it. And we think they're going to love this platform. And we're excited to share it with them and really listen to them, work with them and help engage with them to, at the end of the day, we want this to enhance their scientific careers. We want it to make it more fun. We want them to be more connected and have more citations and more outreach abilities. We want this to enhance their scientific careers. I'm really excited to find out how we can do that. Awesome, that's great to hear. And uh, I look forward to seeing it all unfold, hopefully just as you imagine it. Um, I did have one more question. Since uh, science and academia are so closely intertwined, um, part of the accelerator program also involves working with uh, students that we're training to be full stack software developers. And I wonder if you had any reflections from working with that team of students. What was the experience like for you to sort of help facilitate their learning journey uh, while building Selva? I mean, that's another area where there's a mutualistic relationship. They helped me with my learning journey as well. And I think that's the beauty of it is that the incredible team at Parallect was able to help us host this communication between us with an idea and the incredible developers that were putting together the product and having their own sort of visions in little pieces, little buttons. So when you go on to Selva and you see like, oh, this is a cool button or this is a cool format, that was made by someone and it was made by someone at Parallect who is, you know, they're, everyone's on their learning journey, but I think they came in with the skills and the knowledge and they over delivered and we're really grateful for that. Awesome. Well, that's great to hear. And yeah, I think it's a wonderful combination of programs that uh, as long as the founders are happy with it, we're definitely happy with it. And it seems like the students love it as well. So, Alex, thank you so much for your time. Is there anything else you'd like to share about Selva? Anything upcoming? Anything that just happened that I might not know about? Well, we launch on October 17th, and that's our tentative, our tentative actual launch date. And before then, we're going to be hosting a microbiome data visualization campaign. And so we're really excited to 
start off with really visual media of the microbiome, an explosion of colors of microbes in space and time and on evolutionary trees. And so that's one thing to stay tuned for is seeing what data visualizations come out of our community soon. Awesome. And uh, where can people follow that? Where are you guys going to start this campaign? You can follow us on Twitter. That's probably the best place where we'll be posting updates and we'll be sharing everything that comes along. We'll be sharing the top data visualizations that users love. And, and this is way also our users can have greater reach. So they don't have to be promoting their work on Twitter. We got them covered. We're going to be sharing their incredible work and helping them find their audience. Awesome. All right. So on Twitter, it's Selvasai, right? That's it. At Selvasai on Twitter. I'll put a link in the show notes for this interview when we publish it. Thank you so much, Alex. I look forward to talking to you again. Maybe it'll be after the launch. Maybe it'll be right before, but uh, we'll catch up again soon. Thank you, John. Take care. Thank you. Bye, everybody.